Well, uh, this is Matt Kennedy. I'm not joined with, by Anne today, so the star of the show is not here. So I'm sorry. If you want to just tune out now, you can. Um, but I did want to uh, take just a moment to uh, respond to something that I just heard um, from Anglican Unscripted. And I, before I say anything, I, just, I, I love Anglican Unscripted. It's a great show, and um, I'm, I consider uh, both – uh, both hosts, George and Kevin, friends, and we've been on the same side of things forever. So that, that from the old Stand Firm days to the new Stand Firm days, uh, we've always thought of them as good, uh, a good resource and allies in the um, in the struggle. So, uh, so that having been said, I do think I was maybe part of uh, part of the critique that was given by George. I don't, Kevin didn't say much here, but George did. Uh, I think critique, if not me personally, but the, definitely some of those who, some of, some of us who were responding to the Neshota House Duke controversy that was stirred up last week over the Living Church article that came out. And uh, so I thought what I'd do is I'd pray, I'd play, I'd play what he said and and respond uh, to it as I, I'm doing that. Um, but again, I think I consider George a friend, so I don't, uh, this is not a, a hostile response, but a friendly one. So, but I do think there's some things that we need to clarify here and some, some really interesting, interesting and important points that I think he's glossing over or, or, or missing. And maybe, uh, maybe if he thinks I'm wrong, he can, uh, he can I'll be happy to hear from him back, uh, or kind of any kind of response you might have. Um, but let me go ahead and, and play, uh, what was said and I'll stop it as, as, a, as the discussion goes on and, um, and respond. There's not a lot, um, but there are some. Uh, and, you know, what do you do? Do we still uh, fight the good fight within the Episcopal Church, or uh, do we leave? I just saw uh, a press release from the Neshota House, and I thought we could talk about that a little bit, because they're trying to clarify amongst a, a little bit of um, uh, questions that were going on on Twitter in the last couple of days, what they stand for, who they are as a seminary, um, and how can they serve both the Episcopal Church and the ACNA? Yeah, I, I did comment on that on that press release, which was really good. Um, if you remember, the issue was that the Living Church put out an article that celebrated students who were in in Duke and in Shota House, seminarians from the, the Episcopal Church and from ACNA, and and many of the Episcopal Church seminarians were affirming, and the ACNA students weren't, but they were referring to those who do affirm these things within the TEC, uh, the, the LGBTQ movement, as brothers and sisters, as Christians. It's great that we can all you know, get along in the church like this. And uh, um, looking forward to the day when, when, uh, when the old folks who were part of the old Anglican wars die off and they can kind of restore, reconcile um, the, the two sides of the controversy. So it was really a disturbing, really disturbing article. And it was even made more disturbing by um, a, a tweet that Sean Tires, who's the, the rector of, of Res in Austin, an ACNA church, uh, uh, tweeted. He, he posted, he said, isn't this a wonderful embodiment of the gospel? And, and what he was referring to again is this is this recognition that on the part of the ACNA students 
that affirming TEC seminarians are fellow believers and fellow ministers of the gospel. And uh, so then Garwin Anderson uh, liked that tweet. Now I've said before, it, it, you know, you, you don't want to put a whole lot of, of weight on that. It could be, he just was uh, scrolling through and saw and showed a house named in a favorable way and, and clicked the like, I don't know, but I did, you know, it was, it was called to his attention and um I don't know what to make of it. I, I, I don't know what to make of it other than a, a like for what Sean Tiras said, which was which was horrible. <laughs> so um, I, I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt now that they released this statement. But before this, before Neshota House had released that statement, boy, things look bad. I mean, first the the article itself, but then then the like, and then Garwood Anderson did release uh, say that um, in addition, he said before the actual statement was released from Neshota House, he said, well, you know. The Shoto House has always been on the orthodox side of sexuality, and of course that wasn't the question. We 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 know that, but that that was not the problem. Uh, the problem was whether or not, while you take the orthodox side on the sexuality question, you also recognize the other side as within the boundaries of the or- or- orthodoxy. That's the question, and what that would do is reduce the whole thing to adiaphora, and that's precisely what the primates at Kigali were saying we cannot do um, and we will not do. So that would be it. Now, if, if in fact, Neshota House believed that and taught that, that would be vastly problematic for ACNA people to send their seminarians there. So, but the, the statement came out from Neshota, clearly distancing themselves from that position. So I'm, I'm happy and grateful for that, that statement. So let's go on and listen to what they have to say. Yeah. And I, you know, uh, yeah, this is this is kind of a CEC type situation. Do we stay? Do we go? Who do we help? Well, just as there are woke people on the left, there are the conservative equivalent of woke people who scream bloody murder and foul if they detect any hint of heresy. So the witch finders are both on the left and the right. See, now this is <laughs> um, this is interesting. I I again, I don't know. He does not he does not name me or my lovely wife. So, but we were the ones making the most noise about it. So I'm, I'm imagining that, uh, I'm imagining that we are probably, um, in view here. And also we talked about it on Stand Firm, the Stand Firm podcast. Um, I, I have a hard time understanding how anybody who's come out of the last 20 years can have any problem with people who are very careful carefully looking at what's happening within the Anglican world, and especially with regard to the, the relationship between the Episcopal Church and the ACNA, and especially with, with any relationships going on between affirming Episcopalians and people in the ACNA. I, 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 it's kind of stupefying to me that anyone would, would, um, would call attention to those relationships and fellowships that are forming. Um, and, <laughs> and refer to that as witch hunting. So, um, although, Hey, if there are witches out there, <laughs> if we need to, we need to identify them. Um, so there's, there's a good, um, there's a need for that. I, I also, I'm not sure how he's using that word woke. I mean, does he, uh, does he, uh, I, I'm not sure he knows what wokeness is. Um, and I'm not sure there is an equivalent on within orthodoxy of, of wokeness, I guess wokeness is a kind of counterfeit Christianity. 
and they are enforcing the boundaries of this counterfeit in the same way Orthodox people would ortho- would would enforce the boundaries of Orthodoxy. But uh, just because people are just because two groups of people are ba- are, are policing their boundaries uh, doesn't make them equivalent because some the, the Orthodox boundaries are good and they're <laughs> they're given to us from God, and the woke boundaries are counterfeit and they're ridiculous. So. Um, so I'm, again, I'm not sure what he's trying to get at, but, uh, I'm assuming that, uh, we, we are the witch hunters and, and, uh, maybe I'm wrong. He can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, also we should note, you know, George is an Episcopalian. He's, he's an Orthodox Episcopalian, but it might be that, uh, that the response to Neshoda House maybe stepped on some of his toes too. I don't know. Um, recently the Living Church put out an article highlighting that the fact that Neshota House in Wisconsin and Duke Divinity School in North Carolina both have programs for Episcopal and Anglican ordinance. And it was a bit of a puff piece how nice this was. Now, it wasn't a puff piece about how nice it was. It was a puff piece about how nice it was that groups, that the, that the ordinance were getting along together despite their difference over um, the LGBTQ question and not just getting along, but referring to one another as brothers and sisters, fellow Christians. That was the problem. It, it didn't talk to current students. Uh, no. talked to some, some it, I think it was a little, not on purpose misleading, but it certainly didn't give uh, a, a full scoped magazine type story. Yeah, and some people reading this article came away thinking that Neshota House was a sellout. Um, Duke Divinity School is a Methodist school and is basically not on anyone's radar. And good for them that they have an Episcopal and an Anglican program. But it was Neshota House that caused all the controversy. And so on social media, there was a great deal of harsh criticism. How can they allow people with cooties to study? Uh, okay, <laughs> George. Um, it, it, it's, it, the, the question wasn't people being Episcopalian even, the question was people who are affirming. Now, I don't know, um, I, I know where Neshota stands on, on the question of, 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 of whether or not the, those who are affirming are within the boundaries of orthodoxy. We know that, um, they've, they've made that, they've made that clear. Um, they didn't, they, it, that wasn't clear prior to the statement that came out, um, but those who are affirming, they don't have cooties. <laughs> this isn't a cootie question. This is they—they they are actively leading people to hell. That's what they're going to do when they get to when they get to their when they get to their churches. They're going to lead people to hell, and we know that because in First Corinthians chapter six, verse nine, Paul says that those who practice homosexuality without repentance um, cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. And and so people leading them into practicing homosexuality without repentance are leading them to hell. That's 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 the uh, that's a calculus here. So it's a serious thing. It's not no one's upset about anyone having cooties. Uh, <laughs> I, and I'm I'm kind of flabbergasted that that's how how this is spoken of. Um, the question was was are people who are who are are people being trained in Neshota who are going to lead people to hell? And are they being treated as Christians, fellow Christians? That's the question. And, and I, actually, we still don't know the answer to that. I mean, I don't know, because I don't know if students are, are being given, are, do the students who come from the Episcopal Church, for example, do they, have to, do they have to swear that they don't affirm? Um, and if they don't have to make that 
declaration, then that's problem. That's still problematic. I mean, I think it's, that's, I think that's, it's a terrible uh, decision on the, on the show's part. They should, I, I think they should, they should ask students to pledge that they don't affirm. Um, and that, that goes back to second John. I mean, this is, this is, this is straight up biblical stuff. If uh, someone comes to you, John says, and he, he's, or he's, he goes ahead of the apostolic teaching, he doesn't bring the teaching of Christ, then you don't even greet him, much less train him in your seminary, right? much less send him out into the, into the flock to, to lead people astray. Uh, so it's a big deal. It's a big question. Um, and, and it doesn't need to be it, the, the cooties thing. I don't understand this, George. I love you, man. But <laughs> this is very strange. Among our people, they'll poison mm -hmm. this and that. Well, I, I don't agree with that mindset at all. I don't think, unless you're weak-minded, you're not going to be swayed by other people. I went to a very liberal... Wait. <laughs> it... George, you serve in the Episcopal Church. Do you, you, and you have seen how the Episcopal Church has been subverted and destroyed over the last 30 years from within because human beings, no matter how... Uh, how educated they are. Um, we are by nature weak-minded. We, we 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 don't always stand firm when we should. That, that's that's part of the problem. That's why that's when God says, for example, in the Old Testament, "Hey, uh, don't marry somebody who's not a Jew." And he, by that, he doesn't mean to, like he's not speaking ethnically because anybody of any ethnicity could become a Jew um, by circumcision as a male or whatever. But um, he's speaking. He's the the point there is 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 the faith, right? Because if you marry somebody who's not of the faith, you're going to be pulled away. That's the concern with fellowship, right? With if you, if you call someone who is, uh, who is leading people to hell, a fellow Christian and a minister of the gospel, um, you, you then you've already begun to erode, to erode the truth of the scriptures, second John, but you're more, you, you are like you can be swayed you by friendships and by fellowships. That that happens all the time. The Bible warns about this, so it's not that you can't be friends, but you you got to be careful about how you do it. And um, and it doesn't take someone just just a completely weak minded person to be swayed by the culture, to be swayed by a whole group of friends that this, this or that person gets involved in. I and I and I think it's pretty. <laughs> I think it's pretty standard biblical stuff to that that bad character corrupts good character that the bad company corrupts good character. So I think um, I think yeah I think George is off here. Divinity school that had very conservative professors and very conservative students. I, I, I can I can beat that. University of Wisconsin, where critical race theory was formed, and I I came out in Alex P. Keaton. So. Yeah, and I went to the I went to Virginia Theological Seminary, which is super liberal, and um, it was only by the grace of God that I made it out of there. Um, only by the grace of God that I made it out of there. It was a dark place, and and there was a lot of pressure. Um, and I'm pretty stubborn, and I'm, I uh, Anna Anna is too. But but I I knew I knew people who came in to VTS basically Orthodox, who by the end of VTS not basically Orthodox. <laughs> so uh, so that's. That's not, that's, that is something that happens. You, you not having that happen to you doesn't mean it doesn't happen to others and we shouldn't be wary of it. You know, unless you're predisposed to go that direction, you're not going to catch the disease mm -hmm. uh, unless you're weak-minded to begin with. Um, and you will get an excellent education at both schools. 
But they showed a house uh, to sort of put paid to all this nonsense that they've done. So I'll put out a statement of beliefs. One note also, context-wise, and I know they have a new dean now, but um, but this isn't the first time that there's a reason why people might be wary when Neshota is in the news in the way that it was. Uh, Bishop Salmon, who used to be the dean of Neshota, invited Catherine Jeffers Shorey to Neshota House to preach and, and, and teach. That was, a lot of people who are now in the ACNA saw that as a, as a betrayal and um, uh, giving a false teacher, I saw that it was giving a false teacher sway over your flock, over seminarians. So, um, so there, there was a reason, even though Neshota is, and again, I'm thankful for the statement they put out. It's, it's, it's orthodox, absolutely. And now they've made it clear they don't consider people who are, they don't consider the issue of sexuality one of Adiafra. That's great. I'm super happy they, um, they said that, but, but when, when, when the living church article comes out and again, it's, it's, <laughs> you have the Dean liking tweets about how the article is an embodiment of the gospel. Um, you, there's plenty of context in the past to make people ask questions and to, and, and to really need Nishota to, to clarify that that had the show house had to clarify and i'm glad they did in fact i'm glad we made the, the noise we did so that nishota would be making some clarifying statements i don't think if we'd made if we hadn't made the noise we did i don't think they would have um i don't think they would have said anything i think they would have just liked the post and gone on um as as normal and we would have been left in confusion about what exactly they think about those who take the other position on sexuality which essentially laid down their uh, bona fides and belief in the traditional Christian revelation and doctrine and teachings on moral, ethical, and social mm-hmm. issues. And I guess it's a shame that in this day and age, we're so quick to jump and see heresy among our friends, rather. Okay, uh, George, um, I think you've you've you fall into the pit that you're digging here because. We never, uh, no one said that Neshota House had fallen into heresy. Um, no, no one said that. Uh, what we wanted to know, uh, a question, especially on the sexuality question, we wanted, what we wanted to know was whether they're calling heresy, whether students who go there are being led or being, whether it's acceptable to say that those who are heretics are Christians. That's, that was the, that's the whole question. No one thought that Neshota House was, um, uh, was being, had turned heretical itself. Uh, we said that in every single time, every single time that um, the question came up, we said that we nope, the show house is a conservative school. We're just worried about this, these, the fellowships that are going on there. But then uh, sort of walk with them as they try to balance these things. The show house needs to have people from both sides of the aisle. They get, you know, the former Bishop of Springfield is on their board of directors. Now, here's where I, I want to. What do, what do you mean, George? What do you mean by both sides of the aisle? Do you mean do you mean TEC and the ACNA? I'm with you if you mean uh, Episcopalians who are Orthodox. But if you mean both sides of the aisle, like affirming and non-affirming, no, no, they don't need to have both sides of the aisle. I, I'm, I'm assuming you mean Episcopalians who are Orthodox and ACNA people who are Orthodox. And if that's what you mean, great. But if but I but I've already said why 
having affirming students is a danger and a handicap to any kind of seminary, any, any seminary environment. Rectors as the, I think the current one is, and they get seminarians from Springfield, which is an Episcopal Anglo-Catholic diocese. They get seminarians from Central Florida, and then they get them from Fort Worth and various other Anglo-Catholic diocese. Um, and you'll find there's hardly any differentiation in the mindset and the thinking of these seminarians, but still we have people who want to give purity tests. And, yeah, uh, yeah, but I, I also appreciate people who want to hold somebody's feet to the fire. Thank you, Kevin. I really appreciate that. Yes, push back on your friend, George, who um, I think is seeing the whole thing wrong. Thank you. I have questions. Okay. And to, to see the Neshota House responded pretty quickly uh, through the board of directors and the leadership. Oh, cool. It's not like, it, it's almost like they had this in backup. It's not like they just produced this overnight. You know, this is this is what we believe. Here it is. And, um, you know, we try to work with what we got. Okay, I got it. You know? Well, I just, I, I, no, I'm mind reading, but I can throw it, sort of <clears throat> see that uh, Woody uh, uh, Anderson, uh, Garwood Anderson. Okay, friend, friend of a friend of Anglican Scripture, friend of Anglican TV, you know, great guy, yeah. I can see him reading the article in Living Church, saying, ah, oh, great, any publicity is great publicity. Sure. <laughs> and liking this story that, because it talks, says. But he didn't just like the story. It, it, he. And and he and okay, let's just let's make some assumptions about Garwood Anderson that I think were, were necessary. One that he read the article, right? And if he read the article, he saw he saw there former students, um, or at least it was presented that former students of both both Duke and ACNA. Not sure if they actually. Uh, uh, George says that, um, or someone said I think that none of the former ACNA students were from Ace, from Neshota, but only from Duke. That may be the case, um, but but regardless, the the article presented it as if both schools are in, involved in this kind of wonderful fellowshipping between affirming students and non-affirming students, and isn't it nice if brothers and sisters can get along? And I'm sorry if you're a if you're a, a dean and you have ACNA students coming into your university, you don't think, oh, this is great. <laughs> you know, you you don't like you don't. You don't think this is wonderful. I know you want publicity, but that's that's bad publicity. That's not good publicity. It's nice things about the Shota House. And then people blowing up and, he, and then I can picture him going, oh, geez, you know, I don't need this. And uh, well, here we are today. Here oh, we are. Yeah. Well, we should be careful about what we um, what we like. You know, you, don't, you can't. Um, I, I know it's, it can happen by accident. I, mean, I, I, I can remember times when I've just, uh, I've actually accidentally clicked like on something and didn't even know I did it. Um, so that's why, you know, again, given the benefit of the doubt, maybe he didn't know. But um, but if we're thinking he's a careful guy who's going to read what he likes and then like it purposefully, ugh, that's, that was kind of scary. So I, we still don't know what happened there. Um, but but there was, a, I, think, I think the response to seeing that was right on right. That was right. That's what, if, if we had had that kind of response to questionable behavior 30 years ago, 40 years ago in the Episcopal church, the Episcopal church wouldn't be where it is. You know, you have to have people watching. You have to have people looking at, looking at our leaders. And 
uh, myself, I'm a leader. I, I want my people. I want my people to to say, "Hey, I thought you said I, I heard you say something in your sermon on Sunday, and it sounded a little bit off. Can can you please tell me how what you said can be reconciled with what this text in the Bible says?" I I love that. I would I would want I want people to do that. If, if I make public statements that seem off, I invite people to to publicly critique me. They they need to they, they, please do for the sake of the church. Um, and I'm just a small, small, small time leader. There are big time leaders like Dean Anderson and bishops and uh, archbishops who, who also, you know, it's important that the church uh, examine what's said, uh, test the spirit of what's said. Um, always, that's 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 the that's how we don't fall into false teaching and heresy. All is well, and uh, you showed a house in Trinity, and I could. I can't name all the great Anglican entities that teach seminarians in America. Every time I do, I get an email for the the, the five I forget. Uh, we should make a list one day of just the this, the Anglican seminaries available here in America or North America. Don't want to forget Wycliffe, and uh, you know just what's available for students out there because uh, a lot of people don't know. I get emails all the time. Where should I go to seminary? <gasps> well, if I was going to pick my favorite, it would be. I can do that. We don't do that here on Anglican Scripture. Let's move on to, oh, we're going to go back to the Church of England, George. Um, we talked. All right. That's it. I thought there was more, but there's not. Um, very short segment. Uh, again, I, I count George a friend, and I count Anglican Unscripted uh, a, a friendly ministry, great ministry, actually. Great show. Uh, encourage you to watch their their stuff and also listen to Stand Firm and, and, and uh, Preventing Grace. But, uh, but this was, I think he just, I, I don't understand, I don't understand how uh, George would say some of the things he said here. So anyway, like I said, I hope he listens. And if he'd like to respond, I'd love to hear it. Uh, maybe we could, uh, any way that's any way he would like to respond, I'll respond. Uh, I'll, we'll, we'll keep the conversation going. But uh, that's it. That's all I wanted to say. I hope everyone listening is, has a good day and is blessed and I will talk to you next time with my with my wife and not without her so thank you